NBA Draft Goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft Host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA Host John Krause will be live covering the NBA Draft this year. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert and analysis on each and every single pick during the show. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we react to Mel Tucker's first official Big Ten Media Day appearance as Michigan State head coach and your emails. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday, July 26th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter, and I am joined by my living his absolute dream out this moment co-host, Matt Sheehan. Every minute, every second is a blessing, Will, and every single dream that I have is happening when I'm not asleep because I just live it, baby. That's right. (laughs) Will, I'm fantastic. You know what? No one ever asks how Will Hunter is doing. No one ever, ever, ever asks that question. Will, how are you doing today? I'm okay. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Okay. All right. Rolling. On good. today's show, yeah. we are going to talk about Mel Tucker's first media day, uh, first official media day appearance, Michigan State head coach, and then we got a bunch of listener questions to get to. As well, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, Matt. Okay, Will. What was your... You know what? Set the table for me, baby. Let's Let's, let's go right to it. No, we're going to cut right to the damn chase. (laughs) Let's get to it, baby. Why waste time? Mel Tucker, if you're listening to this, I love you. Absolutely, could not be a more fan, more bigger, a more of a fan yeah. of your vision for the sure. program. Yeah, your beliefs in how to be successful in college football. Zero doubt. Your ideas for executing those beliefs, where you are pouring in resources and attention yep. to. I could not be more all in on what you say is your method of building a college football program. Could not be more all no. in. Listen to any other episode we have, Mel. Uh, we yep. are two of your biggest fans out there. Yep. Absolutely. With that said. Absolutely. <laughs> but. <laughs> Mel, you already have the job. The, 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 you, you have the job. You don't have to keep interviewing for the job you have right yep. now. You, we you, don't have to. Well, Mel, I'll let you, Mel, go ahead, Will. <laughs> love you. I'm like not a, an idiot. Okay. Like a family member. That's how much we love you. Yep. I Despite appearances, I'm not dumb. Okay. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, Will, neither am I. I know it's going to shock a lot of people. Yep. But yeah. yeah. I I understand <laughs> where Michigan State football sits on the landscape. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And it's it's a wonderful job. It really is. Oh sure, beautiful if city. You look at, yeah. Yeah. If you look at every single head football coach job. In America, pros, college, high school, middle sure, school, sure. all of them. Oh, yeah. Michigan State head football coach is right up there near the tippy top. It is 
outstanding. The pay is great. The level of competition is great. It is big. It is important. It is a absolutely wonderful place for anyone to <laughs> ever reach as part of the coaching profession. If you become the head coach at Michigan State Football, you've done something very well it's as a, a fine career. Coach. That's a fine career. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. That said, hmm. we got some better options out there, and well, oh boy. Yeah, it's all subjective, isn't it? Some well, way better options are out there as yeah, well. Who's to say? I don't think <laughs> that a couple years as a GA at Michigan State way back in the day is enough nostalgia to outweigh Alabama calling. <laughs> Uh, maybe Eastside Fish State. Fry or Reno's East is, is just that good. Pizza House <laughs> just slaps that hard where he's just yearned for it ever since he left. It could be the case. Maybe we'll look like idiots in five years down the line when Mel Tucker sends a lifetime extension with the rolling yeah. Rays and it's just one of the highest paid coaches in college football and has a, oh, a national power on his hands. I would love to be so wrong about this. That, I would oh, love my to. God, I'd be tickled. Jazzed, really. But yeah. until we see differently, I am of the belief that Mel Tucker is going to do really well here and a school with more money, more prestige, and a better conference. Maybe not a better conference, but like you well, know, Florida like State, something like that. The 20-team SEC conference, like that's just yeah. going to be a better conference. So, yeah, yeah. Yes. Any, any one of the 20, 28 Somebody, teams, why stop at 20? Somebody's going to call this man and offer him a really – great job that he would be foolish to turn down sure and he's gonna take it that's that's the method that's the future i am currently living under i think it's gonna go great for mel tucker at michigan state i think he will be able to parlay parlay that into nine million dollars a year to coach georgia or whatever that's a pretty good career (laughs) and honestly if that happens great I'm not. I'm not too upset about it because Thrilled. that means greatness happened here uh, yep. on his way out the door. So yeah, they're not going to sign him after a five and seven season and be like, "Oh, hey, welcome to Athens, buddy." Uh, yeah. So yeah, I know Mark D'Antonio just did it differently and was like, "You know, I'm going to stay here for 13 years and be here a long time. I'm going to hit my peak and then go down and retire." And that just doesn't happen at places like Michigan State that often, right? This isn't Alabama. It's not a job that someone like Nick Saban can just hold forever and compete for titles and be there for a long time playing at the absolute highest of levels, right? It's not LSU. It's not Auburn. It's not Georgia, Florida, Clemson, Florida, right? Maybe it can get to to a place like that, but this is a job that you jump from. And so, <laughs> I appreciate Bell Tucker. Happy Monday, everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. What a downer on my last week. No, it's just funny. <laughs> it, look. No, we're, we're, it, we're not here to BS people, though. <laughs> he said it a hundred times. This is my dream job, and this is there's no place I'd rather be. And that's you all already have good. the job. Stop. 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 You're doing too much. Just it's, it's yours. All, you, you have the office already. It's all well and good. And I'm not calling him a liar. 
I just don't believe him in maybe this. A, maybe a true stretcher. Maybe, yeah. But hey, you know what? Master marketer, like he's known to say the right things, and oh, that's yeah. what media days oh, are yeah. for. Uh, Matt. Yeah, go. I, yeah. I have not forgotten how we got this job. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, sure. I haven't lost sight of that. But, well, hmm. I'm just starting to wonder now. Why why are media days a thing? <laughs> oh, they're so stupid. Just, just kidding. I think they're we're, so we're gonna go even bigger picture than Michigan State right here. I mean, like, what what else is he gonna say? Like, is he gonna say, like, yeah, no, this is a nice spot to be. Uh, I'm excited to spend my next two to three, maybe four years here until someone wants to pay my buyout. Uh national championship, yeah, we'll go for it, but no, nah, I think I'd rather try to go back to the holiday bowl. That's probably our ceiling. Like I and that goes for every coach. Like, I don't know. I just I think the whole media day thing is just a waste of time. And that's why, you know, of course, the other day, uh, I think it was the Thursday it happened where the reporter says, go blue. And everyone's like riled <laughs> up about it. It's like, well, I, what else you? are these for? Like, th- th- this is all lip service for every single coach. And like, that was also made very clear when, well, Jim Harbaugh hasn't seen the media in about a month ever since he essentially called some victims liars of what happened over there. And... Nope, crickets. No one has to ask any of those questions. It's all softball. It's all just lip service for college football coaches left and right. Like, I, what a waste of time for these conferences to put on this show, man. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. I, I will never understand media days. So, I guess that's that's my thesis is that this is all dumb, pointless. But at the same time, well, can't lie to myself. I ate up some uh, things that some people were saying too. So that's uh, yeah. Like what? Almost. Anything in particular? I feel bad that we we're just like, no, well, bit, like with the whole segment, like Mel, yeah, poo pooing and yeah, well, no, the, him the, saying the he wants to be here forever, or whatever. The one I thing I said that. did like is I think it was uh, Jalen Naylor asked uh, Xavier Henderson who the most competitive person on defense is like during practice, and he said uh, Quavo Quaveras Crouch yeah. is the most uh, you know competitive guy, and I thought that was really interesting. Like the guy's fired up, whatnot. Then again, you know, I, I take a step back. What, like, what else is your starting middle linebacker going to be doing? <laughs> just like not caring, mailing it in. Like, I, so I. As far as the coaches go, like I, this is all a pointless exercise. But it was interesting to hear what the players had to say. I mean, that that at least is like an actual peek behind the curtain and a real look at like how the sausage is being made this summer. If they're you know a, a good quote, if you will. I enjoyed the um, the way Henderson sort of mimicked Quiveris Crouch. Yeah, he. You know what? Come on the, now. The guys got come some on now, y'all. Come on low, now, DB. Can't low, low key come on chops. <laughs> come on now. I love come that. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I appreciate though, though. You know, it is nice to have a newcomer come in and immediately feel like like they can have a vocal role. That um, is nice. Yeah. And the defense, and from the from the sound of it, it, it sounds like he's going to be like we thought. A very, very oh, important part to the, the guy this season. Yeah. yeah. So the, the two days of media day, yeah, I got about 30 seconds of substance that I thought was pretty cool. Right. There you go. Ah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll come right back with some listener emails. <laughs> First, a word for Bill Bar. Bill Bar. Bill those bars, baby. Woo. I've only got here. Let me see. One, two, three more Bill Bar reads in my life. Oh, or so you think. They, they, no, they're going to send you a check to just read them off to your kid at home. Like I'll do it. Three, four I'll days a week. Yeah. 
Just a stay email fresh. Me. Built Bar, email me. We'll yeah, get do in it. touch. Yeah. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the world, in the history of ever, Matt. It kind of is. It's, it is. It, yeah, it is. It it's is. fantastic. Did you know that they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine delicious flavors, Matt? Will, I have heard a rumor about that. Yes, can confirm. They do. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, doubled chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies, and cream and German chocolate. What's your favorite, Matt? German chocolate actually goes pretty hard. Well, I got to say, I, I went to a golf course today. I did not bring a Bilt Bar. I bought a protein bar at the Pro Shop. Oh. I haven't had a non-Bilt Bar protein bar in maybe two, three years. It felt like That's I was terrible. eating a dry erase board eraser. It, was, it really is bad. It, it was not good. And, and it was like a protein bar that I used to like before switching yeah. to Bilt Bar. But now yeah. it's like, no, I, I can't. I, I'm only Bilt Bar now. It's yeah. the only way to do it. Yeah. Once you, once you go Bilt. Um, no, you can't go back. It's impossible. Impossible. Yeah, I couldn't think of any other uh, rhyme. Well, if you haven't tried any of the flavors, <laughs> haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. How many bars is I, that in total, Matt? The, uh, a few handfuls, Will. A few handfuls. A few handfuls, indeed. And they've also got their limited time flavors, which always, oh, like, they do not miss. They do not miss. No, absolutely not. And not only are these bars delicious on your taste buds they're also delicious on your body body delicious on the body each bar has 17 to 18 grams of protein 130 to 180 calories four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs amazing flavors all tasty all healthy order today get that raspberry cookies and cream orange or whatever you like by going to billbar.com use the promo code locked 15 one word and the number 15, locked 15 to get 15% off your order. That's locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, Matt, just pick a number like one through eight. Eight, Kirk Cousins, one time for him. Let's go. This is from Grayson Bruns, 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 B-R-U-N-S, Bruns. Great, baby. What's up? Thank you for Great, baby. You're the best. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure all of his friends call him that. It is the year 2026. Tom Izzo has just won his second national championship and has decided to retire. You are the athletic director of Michigan State, and there are multiple great candidates to hire, such as Dwayne, Stevenson's, D- Dwayne Stevens, Drew Valentine, and other former players. Who would you hire to give MSU basketball the best chance of continued success? He says he personally would love to see Draymond coach listen i would absolutely love to see Draymond coach i mean the guy's in coach a day in his life but you could already tell that yeah he's gonna have the chops one day to be an amazing coach however when it's all said and done uh draymond will have made more money than god in his nba playing (laughs) career so you really gotta hope that he just wants to coach as essentially a hobby later down the road i know that guys have made a lot of money in their pro careers and then went on to coach college i mean I'm, i'm not that dumb but yeah. it, more realistically, like guys that are going to be coaching for sure. Um, yeah, of Stevens, who I think will be the route, I would put at like a 98% chance that is who takes over after Izzo. I, I do love the Valentine um, option just because yeah. I don't know why, but for me, like it, it's just the longevity that could come with it. I Maybe, maybe yeah, that's a sure. com- 
Like, is that irrational or no? Just to think that, hey, this guy could come here in his early 30s and stay here for a decade, two decades, three decades. Like, I I don't know. I I might be out of my gourd thinking that. But, you know. Just in the same way that we were saying with Mel Tucker, like, hey, the the Michigan State football, we appreciate you saying it. It's not really a place a lot of people want to stay at forever. Mm -hmm. Michigan State basketball kind of is. That absolutely is, yeah. If you're going to coach college hoops and you're at Michigan State, what are the step-ups that you could take? Like Duke, Kentucky, UNC, Kansas? like Probably hard stops there, yeah. Yeah, and anything else is going to be North Carolina, like, oh, suppose. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. I said UNC. I oh, I'm sorry, my bad. If I didn't say UNC, UNC. But like even yeah. those, they're slight step-ups for sure. Steps up for sure. But like Michigan State basketball can kind of match their money get close to them in prestige. If you're like established there, would you really want to leave for one of those four or five jobs? And those jobs really don't come open that often. So right. it's not, it's a job where you can realistically project someone out to stay for a long time because uh, odds are it's much more likely Michigan state would move on from them than they would move on from Michigan state. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know about you, and I'm sure that a lot of people would have this thought as well. But what Duke has done, and what North Carolina has done with the guys that are either already hired um, at, in Davis with North Carolina, and of course, um, why am I blanking on the Duke guy's name? John Shire. Shire, thank you. Um, it's pretty clear that yeah, I think that's just gonna be the way that the Blue Bloods do it, which I yeah, it's fascinating to me because I thought like the Blue Bloods would just go out for like the top names, the top guys, and not hire in-house people. And I think I'm yeah. going to follow suit here. Um, I think they I were going to do guess. that even beforehand, even before this North Carolina and Duke stuff happened. But wow, that's got a really hard time believing that they're going to go out of the Dwayne Stevens route for their next coach here in 2026 after the second title. Love that, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Next question comes from Marcus Jones. Marcus, Marcus asks, how pivotal will the first half of the football season be for recruiting for 22 and 23 Ooh. and displaying Coach Tucker's brand of football? Is 4-2 and two the bare minimum, or do they also need to win in style? Marcus, if they go 4-2 and th- two through the, the first six, I don't give a damn how they do it, buddy. <laughs> like. <laughs> We could go three. We win every single game three to two. If they're four and two after the first six, I'm going to be feeling pretty good. Yeah. Can I just so the first six games, just so everyone is hip to it, it's pretty favorable. So it's at Northwestern, Youngstown State at home, Miami on the road, Mm -hmm. uh, Nebraska at home, Western Kentucky at home, and then on the road to Rutgers. Mm -hmm. I, I can name a harder start to your season than those six games. I'm not saying they're all chip shots and we're going to go six to no, but like. For a growing MSU team that well has a lot of transfers and needs to get their footing under them, I I, I welcome that start. Yeah, that's sure. that's very fun. Um, I well you probably speak to it better than I could, but like I or maybe maybe it's just not not even one of us or a recruiting expert, if you will. But I I don't know how much one half of a football season would affect recruiting. Yeah. I mean, not a, a little bit. There's it wouldn't hurt be... for sure. Yeah, there, there's. Like if they start off four and two and lose every single game, the four and two is not going to matter <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, but it can definitely help uh, build some excitement for a program that totally. won two games last year in a weird season. You're still sort of trying to get the Mel Tucker era off the tracks, get it rolling for real this time. Uh, and if you're able to go four and two and 
beat, I don't know, Nebraska or whatever. I don't know where the losses would come in, but 4-2, 5-1 through that early stretch, even though it's an easier stretch. Mm-hmm. Now you're starting to have results that you can show to recruits and be like, look, we're now moving in the right direction. Here's And like you said, the brand of football. Here's how you fit the program. Here's where you fit in in the future. Here's where we need help. Kids, uh, like high-end recruits, um, they like a few different things. And, and again, everyone's different, but they like obviously to go to Alabama or Clemson or you know the big prestige programs that are NFL factories, right? Yeah. But they also like going places where they're needed. And yeah, it's, totally. There's like a, a balance of when you're a good program – trying to be a great program, you still kind of have holes. Ah, our quarterback's not good enough this year. Ah, we could use another young receiver. Oh, we need an outside linebacker, whatever it is. Top 100 recruits can look at that and be like, hey, okay, do I want to go here and sit for a couple years? I know it'll be really great. I know it's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's whatever. It's going to work out as long as I do my thing, get better. Or I could go to Michigan State, start right away, be one of the guys, and by year three I'm ready to jump to the pros. Like, you know, there's there are benefits to that sort of build as well in getting recruits. It's not as effective as being established at the top end because then you just go through your factory, you're you're up and running. Like but getting to the point of becoming a football factory in terms of recruiting, there are some benefits to Kids being able to look at your program, see it's on an upward trajectory, but also that you need help, right? And I think yeah. a four and two start, maybe you lose to Northwestern and Miami, you win the other four, you can say, hey, we're getting better. We already have four wins. We're going to get to a bowl game this year, maybe, but you don't say maybe. We're going to get to a bowl game, but we need you <laughs> to come in. We need you to come in and help us get to the next level. And that definitely appeals to kids. No, and, and you alluded to it for a hot second earlier, and I've hung on to it. Um, and this might just be the, the laziest, most cliche uh, take of all time. But, y- yeah, you do need some buzz. Like, you do need some sizzle oh, yeah. I mean, on your program. Like, I, 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 it sounds so ambiguous and lame, but, no, I think there is something to that. Like, it, you kind of miss that first year coach sizzle as you know well recruiting was shut down i mean that's that kind of sucks when you can't see the kids they can't see you and now you're trying to you know get that sweet sweet sizzle that you get in the first few months of your uh hire at your new program back and yeah four and two with losses to youngstown state and west kentucky um would certainly do that that would get buzz back in the stadium that that's how they're gonna go four and two they'll bang out wins against northwestern nebraska miami Rutgers, no problem it'll be the penguins and the uh what uh, hilltoppers whatever they are that's that's hilltoppers yes all right um two good questions look at that yeah for sure and we got more good ones coming up on the way first word from bit online i almost said built online bet online (laughs) ag bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online before the next pitch head over to the website on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus 
on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, this next email comes to us from Stan Shock, who's a wonderful longtime oh, listener, emails yeah. us all the time. Stan, I apologize for not getting to this sooner because oh, no. <laughs> there's a question about him uh, having a Friday, last Friday, oh, the Friday no. that just happened, to kill between Detroit and Gaylord and asking if oh. Frankenmuth would be a good spot to do it. So I, I hope you had fun, Stan. Oh, boy. We are never on schedule, but always on time, baby. That's right. <laughs> Look, I have never been to Frankenmuth, so I don't have an opinion. I feel like you love Frankenmuth. Me? I, it's been a long time since I've been. My memories of Frank and Muth were Barbarian in uh, the hotel over there because we had a baseball tournament back in my youthful days, Will. So much there fun. Love it. Love it. Sing All uh, right. Picture by Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow during karaoke night at the bar as a 13-year-old kid. So that was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great time. Stan starts out saying that he's disappointed um, hearing the song Fireball at Tailgate wasn't on your 50 things list. Fair. Uh, did I totally really not fair. say that? I had it written you, down. I, did I not say it? Oh my god, I'm a fraud. Oh no. I feel like I, I feel like he would have heard like da 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 because that's you guys play that damn song at your tailgate. Thirty minutes for every kickoff. That's right, buddy. Yep. God, can't wait. All right. Stan has a couple um, uh, good questions and and like an interesting angle. So it's about nil. Sure. He's wondering what we think it looks like five years from now. Do players not leave their home states as much? Because their marketability from success isn't is the uh, the same. So, like, if you're a high school megastar in Michigan, does it pay you more to stay in Michigan, mm-hmm. or does the playing field maybe level? Because if you're going to Ohio State as a five star receiver, and you're buried on the depth chart for two years, do you want to sit and not get paid? Whereas you could go to Kansas and be a super megastar and every business in Lawrence will pay you money. Sure. God. What do you think about that? That's an the, interesting the point. Athlete like, that pops up in my head when you like walk through that is actually not not even a Spartan player. It's it's Mike Weber, you know, like it could sure. give me a lot yeah. of bank going to MSU, Michigan, or just like you said, go to OSU, you know, fine career, yeah. no no doubt, but certainly yeah. not the guy. But he had no. some – he he was the hottest guy coming out of Detroit, man. I mean, he, yeah, city was raving about him. And then, yeah, he goes to Ohio, which – who can knock him for that decision? Um, but, yeah, nope. I, I, I don't know if it will be a major overhaul of, like, kids staying home. Mm-hmm. I think in the end, like, great programs will get – you know, the, the best kids, but maybe a, a slight uptick, I think. Like, I, I don't know how to quantify it, but yeah, I think it just a few ticks up uh, of kids staying at home just because of, well, their, their name. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. That's a good point. It is. It's an interesting angle because let's, let's just use Alabama because they're the classic mm-hmm. example of yeah. you land the number 75 player in the class and we don't see him for two years because he's behind multiple first round picks, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. How much money is that kid? Say he's um, a running back, and honestly, we don't even have to like look too hard. No, <laughs> just pick pick one, and they, you know, a lot of them didn't get to play until year two, year three. Like, how much money are they leaving on the table? Because if you go to Tennessee, if you go to um, Kentucky, whatever, Michigan State. And you're the starting true freshman running back and you're a superstar, like you're really great 
right off the jump, like maybe it's not quite as good for your NFL career because you're not at Alabama and they have the proven history of getting kids to the league, but Give is, it so yeah. much, is it so much worse for your NFL prospects that you're willing to leave that much money on the table? As we saw, Alabama's quarterback, and you know quarterback's a little different, is about to take his first snaps and is close to seven figures in money. Oh, if he, yeah. <laughs> if, if he went to Michigan State, he'd be the starting quarterback already. Would he have that money already, <laughs> right? right? Like right. He wouldn't have had to wait behind Mac Jones. Um, and I think he may have redshirted. I forget what year he freaking was. Ah, it doesn't um, matter, yeah. If he's a redshirt freshman or sophomore this year, it doesn't matter. Like, Quarterbacks especially, do you want to go sit at Alabama for two years or do you want to try to get on the field at a slightly lower program as a true freshman and start making real money right away? Because as we've seen, just because you haven't taken any snaps yet doesn't mean you aren't worth money as a collegiate athlete. No, that was genius by Nick Saban, by the way. You know what? I, oh, Going back seriously. to the first segment, you know you know what? Media days can do some good for you, especially if you're a coach. Well, maybe only if you're a coach at a school that can pay your freshman quarterback $7 million, seven, seven figures before he even takes a snap. That's, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, next question from Michael Day. If you could move one team from the East Division to the West Division and vice versa, Ooh. would you do it and who? Yes, I would move Michigan State to the West yes, Division. Yes, yes, yes. I love that prisoner swap. Great question, Michael. No, that, that's good. Uh, yeah, Michigan State, that's right. We are walking over the line, baby. And uh, we'll send Wisconsin Ooh. back. Yeah, <laughs> give no. me no competition. Just give me you no competition. Send, you have to send either Illinois or Purdue back, and that's fine. Um doesn't matter. Get me in the West. Let me play freaking Wisconsin, oh, Iowa, please, Nebraska yeah. every year and act like it's hard. My third hardest game is Minnesota. Are you kidding me? Oh, Jesus. No. What am I going to do? <laughs> My goodness gracious. Third hardest game of the division is usually yeah. what, Michigan or Indiana now. Maryland. Oh. I, I don't know how they're going to be this year. They could go 2-10 and ten or 10-2. and two. I uh, No. Rutgers, all of a sudden, Ohio not State bad. Every, yeah. Ohio State every four years? No. How are we going to do it? <laughs> Um, oh my god, I would I would pay out of pocket for this opportunity. Yeah. God, that'd be great. I love that question because I've never even <laughs> considered that hypothetical for some reason. Seems like it was right in front of me, but oh man, I will be daydreaming about oh, that yeah. for the rest of the Give fall the or the rest of the Give summer. Me in the West. <laughs> yeah. William Bradley asks if Michigan State beats Ohio State this season, how does it happen? Oh, like a lot of meteors falling on the sideline <laughs> in, in Columbus, that's for sure. And the game's still going on for whatever reason. He, um, wow, that's uh, – oh, my – He oh. basically – William William basically says like D-line controlling the line of scrimmage, winning that trench battle, uh, and a couple turnovers. No, and I think that's a good start. I think that's a good help. start. <laughs> so MSU at their media day, I think Mel Tucker announced that MSU is at 90% vaccination rate. Okay, you got to hope that yeah, OSU is go. at like 10. You got to hope that like no one has gotten a shot there, that it's just not available in Columbus. So like everyone's just out due to like contact tracing everything for that game in week whatever it is. So now you got a bunch of like frat kids playing in that game. I think that's our best shot right there is either just Meteor – Hellstorm or contact racing, just that that old chestnut. I mean, 
Yeah, that's that's the two best possible scenarios I could think of for that. Anthony Russo, five Ma- touchdowns, six hundred yards passing. Yeah, there you too. Go. Yep. Uh, Anthony Russo is somehow special, and Ohio State just doesn't figure it out at quarterback. I'll and Keon Coleman like, is the second coming of Randy Moss. <laughs> look, you know what? You know what? Talk to me. We need. We should have talked about Keon Coleman winning fastest Spartan. Let's That's do it insane. For one minute. That is insane. Yeah, let's please. I'm down. Okay. So I, that's not something I was expecting to see. Uh, absolutely not. Right. No, like, is Jalen Naylor, like, is he ineligible for the award now? Because he, he won it He won it weekly. twice. <laughs> okay. He won it twice. And let's let's just make sure we say this. We don't know the full parameters. Is it, like, fastest recorded speed during practice? Sure. Is it who won the sprint off at the uh, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's because they wear the tracking devices. I'm assuming it's whoever hit the highest number during practice yeah. on the tracking device, right? That would make sense. Still, Keon Coleman is 6'3", 6'4", 200-whatever pounds, pretty damn jacked, young, raw, quote-unquote, like kid mm-hmm. who played against me and you yes. in high school <laughs> yes. and just dominated, and we aren't quite sure what to make of him, right? Mm-hmm. So I see this. My eyebrows go, huh? Oh, yeah. Perk up. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. I sent a message to someone within the program. I see. Keon himself, yes. I sent a message to Keon. No, I sent a message to someone in the program with that, and I said, I was really surprised by this. Is he like a legit real deal freak? Okay. Don't. Oh, God. (laughs) The response I got. Oh, no. And this is someone who. This is someone who's is in the program and would have isn't washing underwear in the back. Let's just say sure. it that way. Yeah, yeah. The response I got was, "Yeah, that kind of surprised me too. He's been really good from what I've seen." We're beating the Buckeyes by twenty. Let's go. <laughs> Oh God, I I did not want to hear that. Oh, I oh, I'm gonna have dangerous, dangerously high expectations for this season by the time like mid August rolls around. Oh no, I still think that there's work to be done in refining technique sure. and all sorts of things to make him like a legit technician, a polished whatever. Yeah. But he appears to be a pretty damn special athlete Let's just at the very least. Make him like DK Metcalf and just have him run fly routes. I mean, just go straight. Let's we'll go, throw yeah, the ball to you. You'll catch it. It'll be great. Just do that. Oh, I am man. That's great news. Tremendously interested to see what, if anything, happens with that kid this year. Man. God. Who asked that last question, by the way? I don't think I gave them my, my shout out that I like to give. That was from William Bradley. William Bradley. Willie B. That's what I'm talking about. Great question. Big time. Thanks, Willie B. Love you. All right. That'll do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked on and Odyssey featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, Odyssey NBA expert Brian Scalabrini, and former NBA general manager Ryan McDonough. It's the perfect way to get ready for the NBA draft. Our Locked on local experts. Including the Pistons, because Matt, I don't know if you heard. Yeah. Big deal this year, the Pistons. Why? Um, number one pick. Oh. Kind of sitting at the top of the draft. There. Oh no way! Wow. 
I wonder who they'll pick. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Our local experts will be making selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app. Or wherever you get your podcasts, Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Matt, you got some trivia for us? I got a fact here, Will. Uh, In 1996, at the age of 91, former Michigan State track and field athlete and Olympic gold medalist Frederick Alderman helped carry the Olympic torch to the Summer Games in Atlanta. Attaboy, Frederick. Attaboy. Way to go, Frederick. 